0: Questions and answers in Islamic upbringing.
1: I have a son.
0: Uh, he's uh, really in fond of football. And he's so weak in his lesson courses. I really don't know what should I do.
1: Could you uh, tell me when we have to start upbringing of our kids? That is, from the very beginning of the birth.
0: I have a little son and... Uh, he is so disrespectful. I want to know how to treat him according to the teachings of the Ahlul Bayt, peace be upon them. Answering parents' questions in upbringing their children in an Islamic way. Do you know what Islam is? It's a way of life for all. It is taught in the Quran for big and small.
1: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, assalamu alaikum dear listeners of IRIB English Radio. You're listening to the program Islamic Upbringing. In this program we discuss your problems, questions you have regarding the Islamic upbringing of your children. The answers of your questions are based upon Noble Quran and the narrations of Prophet Muhammad may peace be upon him and his purified projani. Imam Ali says it's enough for human being to have awareness about himself. A very warm welcome, you're listening to Islamic upbringing from IRIB English Radio. This is Zaina Baskari and I'm with Professor Nakavi. And we are discussing about self-awareness and the four relationships uh, that are developed and uh, how to deal with these stages, these uh, very, very sensitive stages in the adolescence. And Professor Nakavi is helping us out. Assalamu alaykum.
0: alaikum. As-salamu alaykum. Alaykum
1: as A very warm welcome.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Uh, well, uh, you have been talking about that there's a, this very important thing that there's a relationship between the creation and the creator himself, and an adolescent must realize that in this age at least. And after that, we came to the point that a person, a, this adolescent, our child, should be having uh, an awareness, knowledge about himself.
0: Yes, uh, uh, relating to Imam Ali again, uh, we uh, find that there's a verse which is uh, an, uh, attributed to the, uh, to the to the Lord of the Faithful. He says that mm-hmm. Do you think of yourself that you are uh, as a human being a very small particle? Yes, we are when we consider the existence of a once human being in the massive. universe Uh, universe, we are uh, uh, not even a drop an atom but the Holy uh, the the Master of the Faithful says uh, you think that you're a small small body physical body no there's a whole universe uh, uh, hidden in you so uh, look at the marvelous
1: uh, cells inside you yes the structures the
0: structures uh, millions and millions of cells physical physical aspects of the human being have not been understood properly yet. What to say of the inner realms of the human being, his consciousness, his his uh, faculties, they have not been, the true, true potential of those faculties have not been understood till now, even by science. So I was trying to relate to the magnificence of the creation of the universe itself by Allah Almighty. Yeah. A universe is around us and a universe is within us. So uh, we need to uh, make ourselves we should understand this when Imam Sadiq salam, this, uh, the master of the uh, Jafari, the lord of the Jafari followers of the al Bayt he has talked about uh, the human body and the creation of the human body uh, in the in the book that has been written uh, it's called the Tawheed mufaddal one of his uh, pupils uh, Mufazil has related that from him and there in that book if you go uh, through it extensively you will find that the uh, the Imam Sadiq has explained the creation of the physical human body and every time he is talking about the uh, various features of the human being uh, for example why do we have two eyes why do we have one nose why we have two ears everything is being discussed by by Imam Sadiq, he is continuously pointing out to the fact that that, uh, everything has been created by our Lord Allah Almighty for a certain purpose. So he is talking about pure scientific facts but continuously he is relating them to them he is relating them to the, to allah almighty so this is how we should be teaching ourselves and our children that when we even when we talk uh, talking about scientific issues which as i said I, I have science and technology is reigning supreme today it feels that it is the it is the ultimate thing yeah this is a, this is a fallacy yeah Because science, uh, we we talk about the relationship between science and religion. I mean, there's no relationship. There's no comparison. Religion is something beyond everything. All right. So we'll discuss
1: more on it after a short break. Dear listeners, stay tuned with us.
0: This is Voice of the Islamic Republic of Iran.
1: Contact us at EnglishRadio at IRIB.IR. Welcome back. You're listening to Islamic Upbringing, and uh, I'm with Professor Nakavi. We were discussing about looking at God's creation and realizing His magnificence. Well, uh, there's a quote that says... uh, Looking at God's creation, I find great comfort in how very long it can take for beautiful things to become. So you're saying that it's very important to show the efficiency of God uh, in the creation uh, to our children. We have to tell them that you look at this very beautiful sea or a very beautiful universe or the universe within yourself as you quoted from Imams and then realize who has created you and how perfectly putting everything in order?
0: Because actually what we are after, we want to create that. Uh, there has to be some uh, something within which controls our feelings and emotions. Something within has to be created. A power has to take place. Uh, a power has to come into existence within us which stops us from doing things which are not allowed by Allah Almighty, which makes us do things which are are necessary and obligatory. And that strength and that power is taqwa.
1: Okay, so you are trying to say that this taqwa will only come when we realize who God is, and we are going to realize who God is while we realize what He has created, pondering on His creation.
0: I mean, it's very simple. Uh, for example, if a if you go to a place of work and you know who's the who's the master, who's the boss there, uh, you won't be you won't do anything which is going to uh, offend him or exactly. her. For example, so how do you what stops you from that? It's the uh, the inner inner feeling that to- controls you. Look, uh, because what is at stake? If your job is at stake,
1: your respect for that person comes while you realize his position.
0: Exactly. So therefore. Until unless, of course, uh, what I'm what I'm saying, of course, does not it cannot come out come about in in a day or 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 a few days or. It's not something that's going
1: to come overnight.
0: Overnight, it's not possible. The, uh, when a person is entering the age of adolescence, we don't expect him to change himself overnight. As you said, it has to start from the beginning. If he has gone through those stages of those seven years, initial seven years where he is, has been able to uh, express all his feelings, do whatever he wants, without to. any bounds, without any boundaries, his parents allowed him the room to, f- to express e- uh, everything freely of course within certain boundaries but he was not c- uh, uh, controlled restricted, he was controlled, not restricted bounded. he he uh, the parents were not uh, telling him off all the time criticizing him yeah because these have very grave repercussions in the future when a person becomes uh, upset uh, maybe he comes up with the to
1: this age of adolescence when he age
0: ad- ad- adolescence and beyond that in even adult age when her, he has seen parents who have been criticizing him all the time, or even they sh- express their love once, uh, once and then they scold him the other, that gives him mixed feelings, and he may come up with the uh, with a, with a, uh, the OCD, for example. Obsessive uh, disease, uh, what obsessive, is
1: Obsessive uh, compulsive disorder. Compulsive dis-
0: disorder. And so this creates problems. So if he has gone through uh, that stage where he has been given the. Ra- uh, he's been created uh, as a king.
1: Yeah.
0: Or this after that. The
1: consequences will not occur. Uh, not yeah. exactly. We'll discuss more on this topic after a short break. Dear listeners, stay tuned with us. <laughs> Ya Mutiyal Khayrat
0: The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Alaihi Wasallam said Raise your children to have free features
1: Love for your Prophet Love for his household And reciting
0: the Qur'an Ya Mutiyal Khayrat Ya
1: Mutiyal Khayrat Welcome back. You're listening to Islamic Upbringing. I'm Zena with Professor Nakavi, and we're discussing about what things you got to take care of uh, when your child reaches the age of adolescence. Professor Nakavi, before going to the break, you said that if this first seven years are not uh, given much attention, the consequences are not seen just in the adolescence, but also in the adulthood.
0: Yes. Many people become uh, perfectionists, idealists because they they cannot achieve targets, they cannot achieve goals because they, in the back of their mind, they they find themselves being scolded by their parents. They always underestimate themselves. So these are problems which which a person can face even in adult life. So this
1: is very important. If a parent is used to scolding his child, that child may develop into an underestimated personality in future.
0: Exactly. And he may uh, become critical of others instead. Because he's critical of him, He finds himself in low esteem. He does not uh, register. He cannot
1: Uh, even see others in good esteem.
0: So uh, he has a problem. So it starts from the beginning. So if he has been given that freedom to be a king, not in the sense that he destroys everything, no, but he's given the freedom to express his feelings. He screams, children should be allowed to play. Uh, so unfortunately. screaming is not a problem. Not a problem. And nowadays, unfortunately, um, Parents
1: um, actually complained.
0: The problem which we are facing today in the modern day is the, uh, living in apartments. Yeah. Apartment life is a grave issue today. And hopefully one day we as Muslims would realize that this is not something which is uh, compatible with uh, the Islamic way of life. Um, and uh, apartment li- living in apartments is something which is, 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 a, is a real problem today, causing grave difficulties in the society. Of course, that's not our topic today. But that is one of the problems that we face. Children do not have room to play in schools, and uh, schools are built in small f- facilities. They you don't even
1: you want them to scream, but you're afraid, like, my neighbor should not exactly, get disturbed exactly.
0: and all. So these are the problems. Even schools don't have playgrounds facilities sports facilities where they can run about and release their energy especially teenagers require that so that if that development has taken place properly the seven years first seven years second the second part is also where he has learned to become obedient so that the second part will end with the time about time when he is becoming an adolescent now he's become transforming into an adult where he wants to become independent, he here he becomes confused. He either has to listen to him, him himself, or he has to listen to his parents or his uh, elders. So there he feels that he should be given space. He should be given uh, some sort of independence. So the children, the parents have to be very careful that. Uh, Uh, they should give him space they should allow him some independence but somehow manage give him the inner strength to manage his feelings yeah they should not be overly express their over uh, concern about his actions and behaviors they should depend upon him they should make him realize that we love you and we trust you and we know that you will not fall into a, a, a situation which would be difficult for all of us mm-hmm. so therefore Uh, We have to be able to, as I said, understand what his situation is and become a a comforting agent for his, for him or her and uh, to to confide uh, with him or her in a way that she feels that she is not being told to do things all the time. But the insight should be given and that taqwa, as I said, the taqwa which is within it is an attitude, a taqwa is an attitude. Attitude is based upon faith, of understanding, upon love, upon feelings which are are, uh, rooted in the proper thinking, understanding that has to be there about ourselves, about our lives. So knowledge, intellect, reasoning, Becomes the basis of that attitude. Yeah. Then the knowledge that we have translates into faith and iman. And iman, if it has to be translated into actions, requires taqwa. Yeah. So taqwa has to be developed within the child.
1: Yeah. So, inshallah, what thanks to help us to develop our ch- child We'll talk on that in upcoming sessions. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much to your listeners who were listening to IRIB English Radio. Until then, there's a session. Wassalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.
0: Do you know what Islam says? It says that life's the greatest test. It says that life's a borrowed space, returns upon rest.